Hey, this is Mitch Wong, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Mitch Wong. Mitch's latest single is Burial. Mitch recently won a dove for Song of the Year, Believe for It. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Well, we are fans of Christian music, but are you a fan of any art? Hmm. I mean, it's fun to look at sometimes, I guess. <laughs> fun to look at. Um, so a lady in Austin, Texas went to a Goodwill, um, saw this statue, like a head bust, um, underneath the table that had a sticker on it for $34.99. She went to grab it, picked it up. It was really heavy, 50 pounds. looked like it was made of solid marble. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is only $35. I'm getting it. Later that night, she started Googling. <laughs> Um, what she had actually gotten to see what it was worth and all that kind of stuff. Turns out she found out that it was a really old, like first century old head bust from a German museum in the 1920s and 1930s. It was looted from the museum in World War II during a lot of looting and stuff that happened during the war from the German Museum. And somehow, all these years later, ended up at a Goodwill. Wow. Um, it says she held on to the, st- uh, the bust for a while and she hired a- an attorney to kind of like get in contact with uh, Germany and work out a deal for them to get it back. And it's all confidential on what the deal was, but they did come to an agreement, um, got a deal, and it was stored on display in Texas for about a year. And then um, they came and took it after that year, and it's now in Germany, back in Germany. So this lady stumbled upon... Some 1920s, 1930s head bust at a Goodwill. Never know what you're going to find at a Goodwill. Did they say like how much it was worth or anything? They didn't say how much it was worth. The The name of the man was, I, I'm going to butcher this, but Drusus, Drusus, Germanicus. That's Germanicus. my favorite artist. I don't know how to say that, but um, that is um, the name. But it is a—I mean, it's a pretty big, like a bust of a head. But it's solid marble, around fifty pounds. Um, but I mean, two thousand-year-old sculpture is what they're saying um, is how old it was, and it was looted in around that time of World War Two from the museum. Um, but it was, I think it said that it was an old, uh, I can't remember what it said. Uh, it was a bust out of, uh, an old general, like a Roman general. 
Interesting. Um, so yeah, crazy. And I thought I was killing it when I went to Goodwill and found like some cool sweaters that would normally be like fifty, seventy dollars at you know a store for like five dollars. She's <laughs> over here finding historical things. <laughs> Yeah, who knows how much, you know, I mean, it says they came upon an agreement, but it was all confidential. So who knows, like, what that was, or, you know. um, But she ended up, because she had it for so long, it says she had it for a a few, a couple years. um, Because the whole ordeal took that long for them to, like, the attorney, the working out the deal and everything. So she had it for a year or so. And she said it, she missed it, like it was just on display in her house. So she had a half size version 3D printed of the head bust. And now it sits in its place. Uh, but she says it's just not the same as the original sculpture. There's one thing at Goodwill would not buy um, socks. <laughs> do they even sell socks? They do. I guess yes, they, they do. do. All kinds of interesting yeah, things, but anyway. So yeah, you never know what you're going to find at your local Goodwill. It could be something from Germany. Exactly. A German museum that was actually Roman. Uh, you know, who knows? We recently sat down and chatted with Mitch Wong. Um, Mitch just released a new song called Burial and um he talks about that talks about um our time meeting him at the dove awards which is pretty hilarious uh you will hear about that and so uh mitch is a great guy so check it out all right we got mitch wong thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me today thanks for having me great to be here yeah so um not to put you on the spot or anything but the week of the gma dubs we my brothers and i we came to integrity to do some interviews and uh, we're walking back out to our car with our gear and you're standing like towards the front of the entrance and you yell out, Hey guys, what's going on? And we kind of look back at a glance and really didn't recognize. And we were like, Hey, and you were like acting like we just were brothers for life. And I was just like, do y'all know that guy? And, and my brothers were like, I don't know. I don't recognize him. And, <laughs> And then you're like, it's nice to see you all. And we're like, nice to see you. And then you kept on doing your thing. So my question is, did you think we were somebody else or? Yes, I did. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was so funny because I knew, so long story short, Citizens, which is Uh a band with integrity. Yes. I mistook you for one of the guys. Okay. You specifically. And then I'm like, I knew that the band was in town. I'm like is that them? And then I knew as soon as I got right up close, I'm like, Oh no, I've made a mistake. <laughs> so, Cause me and my brothers were like, maybe it's a fan. Okay. We, have, you know, we've been doing this podcast for a while. Maybe we have a fan and they were just laughing. They were like, yeah, right. And I was you, were, like, you were very graceful. I, I could tell on your faces. I'm like, yeah, they know everyone knows right now. <laughs> that's awesome well you heard it first and so my brothers we were talking about it before we went as we were prepping for the interview and um we were like man i we just want to know if he like legit knew who we were maybe he's he listens or maybe noah 
uh, you know, from integrity told told him I don't that we were coming, or maybe he just mistook us for somebody else. I so. wish I could say I wish I could <laughs> say that was the story, but <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, Mitch, how did you get your start uh, as worship uh, leader and songwriter, and how did you get your start in music? Well, I think I really just started writing songs for church, and I grew up in a church called Planet Shakers in Melbourne and it was just such a blessing to go there. We, me and my wife went there for 16 years and it's such a musical church and just so passionate about praise and worship leading. And so when I was 16, I started writing songs and I'd done music through school. I actually grew up being a percussionist. So I was, I was kind of at the back of the orchestra doing all the triangle like dings and the bass drum and all that. So I had that musicianship growing up, but then when I started to write songs um, for church, that was really what gave me the passion to, to do it and to want to do it for my whole life. So yeah, I really, I, um, when I think about where I started like leading worship and getting a heart for worship, it's definitely, the church I grew up in, you know, and there was a guy, uh, my youth leader at the time is Andy Harrison and he's such an amazing songwriter. So I I started writing songs because he did and just, you know, wanted to copy him. And another guy called um, BJ Pridham taught me how to play keys and Joth Hunt, who's over, you know, worship at Planet Shakers taught me so much about leading worship. So I think that's where I started and, um eventually I, I made some connections to Integrity Music through that because I was playing keys for Planet Shakers on tour and we bumped into someone from Integrity and that led to my first writing trip in Nashville, which was just mind-blowing. I loved it and kind of just knew that I wanted to do it from then. Wow, that's incredible. Um, so your song, your, your latest single, uh, Burial, yeah, uh, it's such an amazing song. I love the the part of Thanks. the song where he says, "The scene must fall before the bud, the bloom, mm-hmm. the beautiful, and tears may last the night before the joy." Mm-hmm. My faith is, is pressing on uh, to the reward. You are my reward. So, can you tell um, our listeners um, the story behind, behind burial? Yeah, well, I had the idea for this song one night. I pretty much didn't sleep until 6 a.m. because I got all of these ideas for this project that I'm working on. And <clears throat> Burial is actually going to be the first song because it's going to be a journey from burial to bloom. Mm. And I think in the Bible, it's actually so countercultural to the way that we think about things. So one of the principles that Jesus teaches us is if you want to save your life, you're going to lose it. But if you lose your life for my sake, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. And there are all these scriptures, you know, the apostle Paul is saying to die is gain, which that's the lyric that we started the song with. I wrote, I wrote it with Cody Carnes and mm-hmm. we're like, what can we start the whole project with? What can we start this whole song with? And we just thought it was so epic to start it with to die is gain and just immediately going, you know what, this is going to be about, I'm dying to myself, my rights, my flesh, and I want to live for Christ. And I think the miracle of 
of Jesus is when we surrender to him and in a way that's dying to self, right? Of just, you know, I'm not going to do it my way. I'm going to do it your way. That's when he becomes alive in us and we become new creations. Mm. So all those lyrics, I was trying to convey that idea of even in um, um, Jesus teaches us about sowing and reaping as well, about sowing seed. And the, the thing about seed is you have to put it in the ground and bury it, literally bury it before you're ever going to see a plant. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's just such a cool picture to relate that to even the tears that we shed at night. If you think about them as seeds or the broken prayers that we have when we're barely holding on and we're just trying to have faith. And those prayers are so powerful because they might feel like they're going into the ground and being buried and we don't see the fruit of it. But in God's timing and with his power, he's going to make that grow into Mm. something miraculous. So, yeah, I was just trying to find ways to to describe that, you know. That's wonderful. Uh, Another song off of your EP, Bloom. Uh, I believe you did it with Lindy and Uh a great song. And so could you tell, um, I guess that's a part of Burial. So uh, tell our listeners about that song. Yeah. So these two songs, Bloom and Burial, well, Burial and Bloom, that's the order. Yeah. Pretty much half of this project is going to be about burial, about things of like, I'm surrendering, dying to self. And then it comes to bloom and it's all about like, there's a song called multiply and, but specifically about bloom, it's just about how the kingdom of God is in us and Mm. it's moving through us. And, um, I, I was so honored that Lindy said yes to singing that with me, because Mm. if you know Lindy and anyone who knows Lindy, her faith is so contagious and it's so on fire for Jesus. And every time I'm with her, I'm like, yes, I want to like save this world for Jesus. I (laughs) I get so inspired and it's just contagious. And it was so beautiful to be able to sing a song with her about what I know is her heart. Mm. And I think the, the foundation of that song came from the scripture in Matthew nine, where Jesus says, the harvest is great, but the work is few. And he acknowledges that right now, there's a great harvest, but there aren't many workers bringing, bringing it in. And I think so often we think about, you know, one day we're going to see revival. One day there's going to be this great harvest, but really it's ready right now. It, the fields are ready and it's up to us to have the heart of going, you know what, I'm going to look up and see with my own eyes that people need to hear about Jesus now. And it's time for us to get out of the four walls of the church and actually share the message with people who haven't heard it before and who need to hear it. So it was, yeah, bloom for me was my story of coming to know Jesus, the simple gospel and just simple faith and how it started as a seed of faith, but also an encouragement to believers to go share the gospel. Wow. Um, So you being one of the writers for big CC song, and you just won Song of the Year for a Dove. Congratulations for that, for belief Thanks, for it. And so um, can you tell us the process of writing that with the other people and the story behind that song? And yeah. this, let me tell you before you start, um, 
that whole album, man, rocked my world <laughs> and rocked my wife's world more than ever because a year ago I had COVID. And I know our listeners probably get tired of me talking about it, but it's it's such a testimony because I almost I was at the point of death and in the hospital wow. for two weeks and that album my my wife listened to Never Lost and that song mm-hmm. on repeat over and over, especially Believe for it. And um it just it's one of those songs it's like wow. And it, it really ministered to my wife and to myself during that hard time. And so just wow. tell us the process of that song and the story behind it, if you don't mind. Yeah. Well, we all feel that we were just so honored to be part of it. It was, so it started with me, Kyle, Kyle Lee and Dwan Hill. And we actually had written the week before and we'd written this song and we're like, you know, Kyle was in, in charge of that project. So he, he really felt, you know, there's a, a song missing. And I really feel like there's just a song that we need to write for this project for CC. And we went away for a week and kind of prayed about what we should be writing about. And it was so funny because when we got back together, the theme was the same. Like I had this idea of keep believing, like just mm-hmm. be- believe. And he was, Kyle was mowing his lawn and praying to God. And he said, you know, God, what should we write? And then to himself, he's like, you know, we've just got to believe for it. We've got to believe for the idea for CC. And then the light bulb went off. Yeah. And he's like, oh my gosh, we should write a song called Believe For It. And it was it was a really fun experience, actually, because we we got I don't think we were in the room together even. Mm. We actually started the song on Zoom and it was really fun because we started this Google Doc. And I think I remember all night, it was probably three or four hours. We were mm. on this Google Doc just writing ideas because mm-hmm. we had we had the melody for the chorus and the verse and pretty much all the melodies for the song. And we had the chorus. And, you know, I was typing like, hi, Duan, on the Google Doc and like deleting it. And it was just <laughs> the thing. We were kind of just having chats on Google Docs, on Google yeah. Docs. Um, and then it really resonated with Cece and, and she brought that, my favorite part at the end, which, um, you said it, I believe it, you mm. said it, it is done. And, but it really encouraged my faith and I don't think any of us could have, you know, anticipated the, the reach of the song and what it's done in people's lives. And it's been incredibly encouraging to hear testimonies you know of of this song reaching people like yourself um and just encouraging and and pointing people to jesus you know because i think every song is a chance to say something and i want to make sure i don't waste the opportunity so i think a song about believing for it and getting people's eyes on a god who can do the impossible when we're facing impossible situations, that is what I wanted to use the opportunity to, to mm-hmm. say. And I mean, to have anything sung by CC is yeah. <laughs> like incredible, incredible. And yeah. I, I, that whole album for me as well, every single song, King of Glory, yeah, from Goodness of God, that version, mm-hmm. just insane. But yeah, it's been 
it's been really encouraging. And I think that's the beautiful thing about songwriting is the way I think about it is our job is to write the song and put it in God's hands and then he can do with it whatever he wants. And for my heart, at least when I write songs, I'm like, I I really want to make sure I'm not trying to do God's job. I just want to do my job. And for us, it just felt beautiful. We just felt this message of, you know, have faith. And we just put it in God's hands. And it's been so awesome to see, you know, what is done through it. Yeah. Like if you take a song like that and you have people that are anointed to write it, and then on top of that, the person that sings it is anointed. And then it's just like... (laughs) And every time I hear it, it's like, you know, you can, let's be honest, you, you turn on the radio and they'll play the same song and wear it out. But those are one of those songs where it doesn't get old. And mm-hmm. I, I turned it on the other night. I was driving home from church and turned it, turned it on. And uh, I was just like, man, like it's one of those songs where you just want to just shout <laughs> and cry. It's just like, yeah such a powerful song like every single time. And so thank you for being obedient and uh, to the Lord and, and, you know, being one of the people that got to be a part of such an awesome song. So, yeah. Well, thanks for the encouragement. That yeah. means a lot. Yeah. So th- this next part of the interview, uh, we've asked some pretty uh, softball questions and now we're going to get to the, uh, the serious questions. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. This, this segment is called favorite things. And so I'm going to give you a word and you just tell me uh, your oh favorite thing. All right. Okay. So Mitch, what is your favorite food? Lasagna. Lasagna. Okay. My wife's, specific, well, my wife's lasagna, but my mom's lasagna too. They're both really good. <laughs> what is your favorite movie? Lord of the Rings. If you can count the trilogy as one movie, it's hands down Lord of the Rings. Yes. Uh, do you have a show that you binge? Yes. What is it? <laughs> My wife is laughing in the background. Yes. At the moment, we're super excited about Yellowstone. But can I take this opportunity? There's this show on Netflix called Dark, which is a time travel mind-bending show that is my favorite ever that's what i binge who's in it who's in that show it's actually german so i mean (laughs) i don't know anyone who's in it (laughs) but it's (laughs) brilliant do you have um a favorite artist of all time Ooh. you know what abba okay Abba is one of, I, I don't, this is a very hard question. I don't know if they're my favorite. Like, I don't know if I have a favorite, but Abba comes to mind and Adele. I love, okay. I love Adele. Well, mm-hmm. you should do like a mashup of Dancing Queen and Hello. I mean, come on. Yeah. Here. And maybe add a bit of, <laughs> a little bit of Bruno Mars in there and it's perfect. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Uh, do you have a dream duet? Oh my gosh. A song with Adele. <laughs> because you know why? Because I'm a four and I feel ballads so much. So just like a tearjerker song would be, I mean, that's that's my impossible dream. <laughs> Do you know her song? Uh, well, there's two songs that I love of hers. It's All I Ask and Remedy. 
Yes. <sighs> and they're they're on. I'm 25. by myself in the car, and I'll just turn them up, and I'll <clears> just <throat> go to town. I'm like, I don't care. These songs are just like, woo. <laughs> yeah. Good. And stuff. I remember, you know, before I found Steph, my wife, someone like you, on yeah. my sad days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times I played that. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have a uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh, I do. Um, I would say it's pistachio. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast? Man, I think it would be Christian Music Guys podcast. All right. You passed ding, the ding, test. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest with you, I actually, I'm actually just fresh to podcasts. I haven't okay. really... Um, like dived into them, but I'm just discovering like a whole new world of them, which is I'm I'm loving it. So, yeah, good, awesome. Uh, and do you have a go-to Bible verse? Yes, it would be it's impossible to please God without faith, and those who come to God need to believe that He exists and rewards mm-hmm. those who earnestly and diligently seek Him. That for me is a life scripture. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, okay, what is my faith at right now? Am I believing for something? It's, yeah, that would be yeah. the one. So Mitch, what, what is next for you and how can our listeners keep up with you? Well, what's next is actually, side point, we're going home to Australia, which we're super excited about because we haven't been for three years. You're from Australia? So, I thought you were like New York. <laughs> no don't scare me because i'm like oh my goodness i still hope i have a little bit of an accent i'm teasing <laughs> okay good um so yeah we're going home but early next year i can't say when but there might be more music and okay. the whole project we're kind of finishing it off at the moment and um i'm really excited about it because it's it's been in my heart for you know 18 months or something and just mm-hmm that whole journey of what I was saying before about burial to bloom and all of these songs, there are 10 songs on the track on, on this project. And it was just, I really wanted to tell the story, you know, fully. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for people to hear that and uh, to keep, to follow up with me. I think um, Instagram is <laughs> what yeah. I, it's what yeah. I use. But, all right. Awesome. Uh, so to wrap up, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has maybe doing, been doing in your life recently that would help build our listeners' faith. Mm. I think what God has been talking to me recently is what is – I had a really good conversation with Leland mm-hmm. who, who I grew up listening to and absolutely just love him and he said this thing where jesus is actually our intercessor so he's praying for us right now and so often we think you know what can i be doing and we kind of bypass that jesus has prayers and he has um specific things that he's thinking and that are on his heart and what I've been thinking lately is how am I jumping into the slipstream of what he's doing? Because Jesus, the way he lived was, I don't do anything and I don't say anything apart from what I see my father do. 
And I think that's such a good model for us to live by, of reading our word, getting back into the word and finding out what is the will of God and how he operates and what is on his heart. I think that's... um. So this week, if you're listening, in your prayer time, ask God what's on his heart and what's on his mind and how can you, through whatever you do, if it's your workplace, if it's writing a song, if it's taking a meal to your next door neighbor, mm. make sure that's in slipstream with you know, the heart of God. Wow. That's good. So, uh, so much... Uh... That's good stuff. Um, thank you, Mitch, so much for taking the time and, and chatting with me uh, today. And Adele, if you're listening, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch is ready. He's willing. He's able. And um, I think you could do part two to uh, someone like you, but make it much more happier. Yes. You know, someone like Jesus. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, and thanks again, Mitch, for chatting with us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. If it is on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review and a little note telling us how awesome you thought it was, or maybe not awesome, who knows, but hopefully you thought it was awesome. Be sure to follow us out, follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. Uh, we are a listener-supported podcast. You can become a part of our team financially at ChristianMusicGuys.com. We are so grateful for all of our supporters. While you're there, be sure to check out our latest blog. Thanks again. See you next week.